Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, with my main man, Grayson Boone. And we're talking Grayson's wheelhouse. You see what I did there? Baseball wheelhouse. You know, you see what I did? We're, I appreciate we're, that. We're, say what now? I appreciate that. We're talking baseball. We're talking Pac-9. We're talking a diamond. And, of course, Grayson, I'm always going to – you know, we're going we gonna to show this team some love. But after an undefeated – what was it? 9-0, 10-0 start? We've 13-0 through non-con. 13 and 0 through non-com, all of us non-conference, all of a sudden we're looking kind of shaky. We're looking, we're looking a little unstable, but Grayson's gonna tell us why you should or should not be panicking, as well as some transfer portal news. So make sure you stick around for all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Wolfpack. But before we get into it, I've got to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Grayson, does that sound like a good show to you? I'm ready. Let's talk some baseball. All righty. Well, this sounds like a great show to me. So let's get into it on today's episode of Locked On Wolfpack. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Grayson, we're, we're, we saw one of the hottest starts in the country, and now it's seeming like we're struggling a little bit here explain to me what's going on are we actually not struggling and this is just kind of a natural progression of things what's happening uh you actually indirectly you said it perfectly we are struggling a little bit but i think it's just the natural flow of things at this point mm-hmm. yes we we basically steamrolled through the the early non-conference schedule as we often do and once you get to acc play it's real baseball no, no discredit to the you know the mid-major teams, but ACC baseball is big-time baseball, and so it's no surprise to see the team you know scuffle a little bit when you're facing better pitching, you're facing better defense, you're facing better offensive uh, teams in the ACC. That's all very normal, and so I've seen a lot of people get kind of discouraged already, and it feels like we do this every year, and I think. I think the people that maybe don't watch baseball as aggressively as some, like like myself, uh, they kind of come out of the woodworks and tell on each, tell on themselves a bit, and they want to mm-hmm. hit the panic button on March fourth. Well, I'm here to tell you, you cannot do that in college baseball, because I want right. to run this by some people. The 2021 season when NC State went to Omaha, does anyone remember? We're okay, so backtracking real quick as we stand right now we're through 21 games of our schedule through the first 21 games of the 2021 schedule does anyone remember what our record was i'll give you two more seconds one two it was 10 and 11 Uh we are currently 16 and 5 Mm -hmm. so if you would like to hit the panic button i'm not going to stop you but i just want you to understand what you're doing there There's no reason yet to hit the panic button. Have we had some frustrating losses early in the ACC season? Yes, we have. But again, that's normal. That's baseball, as we like to say. That's baseball sometimes. So just a quick recap. We went 13-0 through the early non-con. We swept Wagner. We swept Belmont. 
We swept NJIT. And a lot of people were kind of taking some cheap shots at those teams, saying, you know, NC State got nothing from playing these teams. We've never heard of these teams. We're wasting our time. I think this is another point where the non-baseball heads kind of tell on themselves a little bit. Listen, Mm -hmm. Belmont last year, they missed the NCAA tournament by one game. They almost won the Ohio Valley Conference. NJIT was in the Arkansas Regional in 2021, which we were in the Super Regional. So they they lost out just ahead of us coming into town. So listen, guys, that's that's two programs that are no strangers to success. Are they ACC caliber? No, but we don't play ACC caliber right off the bat, typically. We're still going to have to run into ECU in the midweek. We got our we got our rear ends beat by Elon uh, last week in the midweek. That's baseball sometimes. So you can you can run your mouth about the the early non-con schedule and how it doesn't mean anything. But listen, we we won every game that we played in the non-con. That's not for nothing. So so let me ask you this: Can you tell me what you're most excited about with this team, and what you're most worried about with this team? I am most excited that. And bear with me. I'm I'm excited that we have struggled a little bit so far because it mm-hmm. builds it builds that character that you need to see a team. You know they got to weather the storm at some point in the year. Not every team is a is an LSU this year where they have an all all world baseball team. We don't have that. Okay, we have right. very young players. We still have some freshmen getting some key time. Some sophomores that have leveled up into their you know, their starting role now, we're still learning on the fly. And so, you know, maybe some struggles will build us to where when we're getting into the late April games, the early May games, when it's crunch time, it'll pay off. Now, what I'm worried about, switching the page here, what I'm worried about is a lot of the same defensive struggles have kind of reappeared. And those turn into a snowball effect when you have a pitcher trying to get out of a tight spot, if you're committing errors behind him, it turns into an avalanche, and, and it has a couple times uh, these past few weeks. Elon was a great example. We gave up, I think it was 10 runs in the first two innings, and after that, it, the game was out of reach. Elon. Now, again, no discredit to anyone we play, not just midweek, but weekend, the whole nine yards. We, sh- we should not be losing to Elon, at least yeah. not that often and not that bad at home. We lost 14 to six at home. That is nearly inexcusable, inexcusable. So it is what it is at that point. You just got to keep it rolling. Now the, the other losses, we lost two out of three at Miami. And then this past weekend, we lost two out of three at home to Virginia. Those are two very good ACC teams. They're not just in the ACC. They're good in the ACC. And I need people to understand that. Those are teams that are probably going to make it far, or at least you expect them to, in the NCAA tournament when it comes time in May and June. So and that, that Miami uh, team, we even through the loss, we had an epic comeback that fell just short because exactly. I mean, the what was it, the eight run comeback got derailed by a, a solo dinger that was just like, you know, that's right. It, it would have been so. This was the first ACC ACC game of the year down in Miami. They come out and they punch us right in the face. Yeah. And so, yeah, to start the ACC segment of the schedule, that's tough. And I saw people immediately mashing the panic button. 
Mm -hmm. I'm like, guys, we are two innings into ACC play. It is March, whatever it was. It was like March 4th. Like, Mm -hmm. you got to relax a bit. And then lo and behold, we come all the way back to tie the game. Unfortunately, couldn't pull that out. But that's the kind of fight I want to see out of a young, you know, pretty inexperienced team. And I was Mm -hmm. very impressed. You know, Cannon Peebles is a big name that's having a great year so far as a freshman. He hit a big home run. I believe it was to tie us up in that first Miami game. And for a couple weeks there, the NJIT, it's hard to say that school quickly, to the performance that he put on that week where he had like a six for six game. He hit like eight for 11 over the entire week and he won collegiate player of the week across the country, a freshman. We haven't heard that sentence since a certain someone by uh, the number of 47 was in the red of white last year. So it was delightful to get another big time performance from a freshman. And like I said, a lot of these younger guys have been showing out for us. Peyton Green's a sophomore. He came out on fire this year. He has since cooled off since we got into ACC play, but he's a guy you got to expect that he's going to turn it around here pretty quick. Hopefully this weekend up in Boston. So there's a lot, a lot to be excited about. And, but, you know, just circling back, the things that I have concerns about are the bullpen and the defense, which is exactly the kind of things that held us back last year. The offense has been hit or miss. Again, that's going to happen in ACC play. You're going to run into a pitcher that just shuts you down one day. That's baseball, guys. That's, that's all it is. You just, you just have to accept that that's what baseball happens. It just, that's baseball. So, you know, not in, not at all comparable because I, but I still have the uh, the WC the WBC on the mind. Sometimes you run into a guy like Otani. Not many of them because there's no one like Otani, but he's gonna mow you down. And that's ACC guys; they have plenty of those. So, have we run into one of those yet? No. And so that's something we have to keep our eyes open on uh, for the horizon. But. Again, a lot to be. Ex- I think there's way more to be excited about this far than discouraged. I'll, I'll leave it at that. You know, I, I think it's super interesting because the LSU team that you mentioned as being like all world and all that. I mean, hey, even they have two losses already in the season. Yeah. That you know, it, it, at the end of the day, it's it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter. Baseball is not one of those games. You know how many teams? How many games does uh, do MLB teams play? One hundred sixty-eight or something. One hundred sixty-two. One hundred sixty-two. We ain't seen nobody go one hundred and thirty, one hundred forty wins. And you never will. You never ever will. That's how hard baseball is. Exactly. It just doesn't work like that. It's a sport where if you fail six times out of ten to put a ball in play, you will still be considered one of the greatest to ever do it. A career four hundred average. Baby, you've got a ticket to the hall. You're going to Cooperstown, unless your name is Barry Bonds, and there was some things that's terrible. That's another story for another time. We're not, we're not really going to go there right now. And I don't even think he batted 400. But the reality is very simple. It's baseball. There are ups. There are downs. There are, you know. But at the end of the day, if you're hitting the panic button this early in the season, just like Grayson said, when we went to Omaha, that year start, much worse than this one. And I remember how people were talking about that team that year. Oh, it's a throwaway year. Oh, does Avon still have it? Is it time that we send Avon off the pasture? And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, that team got hot at the end of the year. 
And all of a sudden, we start beating up on some folks that they said, oh, there's no shot. All of a sudden, we turned the Omahaws into the Homahogs, and, and we advanced <laughs> to Omaha ourselves. So, you know, let's maybe in the words of a former Green Bay Packer who is soon to be a Jet, maybe not, who knows how much they want, relax. Relax. It is just that simple. We don't have to overcomplicate it. We don't got to make it something that it's not. Just go ahead, take a breath, take a chill pill, and relax. Now, I'm telling you to relax, but tournament time is heating up, and boy, is it exciting. You know what makes it even more exciting? Putting something on it with the best sports book in America, the FanDuel app. And that's because new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 back. That's bonus bets back if you if your first bet doesn't win. So either you win your first bet or you win some bets back in bonus bets. Just think about it. It's literally a win-win, folks. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line, the point scores, the threes drain. Trust me, FanDuel will let you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, so Grayson, the next thing we got to talk about, the portal. It's here. We're, we're some players are kind of getting up, up out the paint already. And apparently there will be more on the way. Uh, the first dominoes to fall in terms of NC state are Camille hobby uh, for the women's basketball team and Ebenezer or EB Dewana for the basketball team. Are you surprised by these moves? Are you, what are you thinking in terms of, of what this means? Uh, surprised. I think maybe more so for Camille hobby than mm-hmm. I am for Evie Dewana. Right. Um, I think, you know, both of them, I mean, Camille was in every single game this season playing meaningful minutes because she had to. Mm-hmm. Um, Evie, he kind of got thrust into it with uh, Mahorchich going down. Jack Clark was out for a while. So much like you saw him in the uh, the last, last year's season when we were so bad and he had to play the whole year, kind of just trial by fire. He had a lot of that this year, and defensively, he helps you out a lot. He's a target of some questionable foul calls at times, but the struggles that he has offensively, I think, is what really hold him back from being a more uh, substantial player. So I think the writing on the wall is there a little bit for him. Um, We have all but confirmed that DJ Burns will be returning Next year, that's still speculation, but I feel pretty good in saying that. Um, With Isaiah Miranda kind of lurking in the shadows, he's a guy that we hope and pray we can keep here in Raleigh. Um, Mm -hmm. If he is here, I would imagine he's going to eat up some primetime minutes. You know, you're still going to have Jack Clark more than likely. Mahorchich somehow uh, may be getting a waiver. I think that's probably, I don't know how, I don't know the likelihood of that, but I think they're they're darn sure going to try to get him a medical red shirt there. We'll see if that happens. So, again, E.B. Dewana, I mean, thank you for your contributions, but I just I don't know if the playing time that he wants is available 
for him here. And that's that's the reality nowadays. That's NIL. That's the transfer portal. If you don't, you know, we're, we're seeing it all over the place. It's not just here. It's not just us. It's everywhere. So this yeah. is not this is not abnormal. It's no reason to panic. Uh, you know, we're we're, we're going to miss having him on the floor. He's been a part of the program here for two to three years. You always don't want to see a guy leave, but. Of course, if he can, if he feels he can go somewhere else and make a bigger impact, more power to you. So, again, not 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 so much a surprise, but you know, hate to see him go. Both of these players leaving surprises me um, from the standpoint of what more could you want? And like, if you look at the way that the season ended, you say. That- Excuse me. You say to yourself, well, EB wasn't playing much. And, you know, Ernest Ross sucked up some of those minutes. DJ Burns caught on fire in the midseason and never looked back. But if you go back to early season, EB was getting a good amount of minutes. He just. Uh, I mean, against the cupcakes. But that's the thing. To me, it doesn't matter who you're playing. If you get those minutes against the cupcakes and you show your behind and say, hey, you got to play me against the good schools. What's the coach going to do? Is a coach going to watch you dominate the cupcakes and say, you know what? I know that I get paid millions of dollars. And I know that if I lose this job, I'll get another job where I probably make maybe the same salary, maybe less. But I don't want to uproot my family just because on a whim. Why wouldn't they play you? Why wouldn't they? You had the opportunity to show what you are and what you were. You didn't do it. You just didn't do it. So am I supposed to, you know, what what, what is a coach supposed to do there? Offensively, precious little. Defensively, I mean, you're good at times. But then there were also times where, like you said, the, the fouls got out of control. And I'm looking at Camille Hobby saying the exact same thing. Yep. Ma'am, you had the opportunity. You played in 32 games. You started in 32 games. You were playing 20 minutes a game. I mean, and for for Camille Hobby, filling the shoes of Elisa Kunain is no small task. Yeah, you know, so there's sure. there's something to be said there, but yeah, I I do I feel like she left a lot on the table there, unfortunately. So I mean, it is kind of it is kind of what it is. Um, we certainly hope the best for Camille as well. I think she'll probably make a big impact wherever she lands. So we'll have to wait I, and see. You know, I hope so. I hope that she, you know, finds whatever it was that she was looking for and that she just goes off and goes ballistic at whatever new school she, she goes to. As long but, as it ain't in Reynolds. But I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see, I don't, I don't understand it. When you were given the wheels, you weren't, and again, for her, it's even worse than EB because you were the starter. You yeah. were the first one out. When this team struggled, they tried to get you the ball. When this team had stagnant offense and all that. Westmore is good, great even, for saying, you know what, we're struggling right now, just dump it in the paint. Let's see if our big can do something. You didn't do the thing. What do you what do you want from Westmore? What do you what more could you possibly want? So yes, I kind of get that, you know, it's the way of the world. And it, there are multiple names that we talked about off air that we're like, hey, if this name pops out, I'm not surprised at all. But, you know, the AB kind of not surprising because it feels like he felt like he could have got more. Sure. Sure. There's an argument for that there. Sure. 
Camille, what more do you want than starting every game and playing 20 minutes per game? What more could you want? You at, want a, a bigger, at a big name school, nonetheless, for women's college basketball. Exactly. Do you want a bigger share of the shots? Is that what you want? Because again, the efficiency for the level of difficulty on the shots that you're shooting is just not there. You're a 50% shooter and you're not taking, you're not the pl- primary playmaker to where some of the shots you're taking are, you know, um, one foot step backs in the lane and all that. That's not your game. No offense to her. Again, by all accounts, wonderful young woman, all that good stuff. I haven't heard a bad word about her, but you have got to, got to, got to kind of acknowledge at some point. I mean, what do you want? What do you want Westmore to do? So, you know, I'm sure both of these coaches will go into the uh, transfer portal and make some meaningful things happen. Um, You know, I'm not sure how many, I know River Baldwin has a year of eligibility left. Uh, And Mimi Collins does as well or no? I believe yes. Okay, so those those two being back should be uh, big for that front court. Madison Hayes being back as well is another player. You know, her being back should mean a lot to this team. Um, a Zion Diamond as well. If we could get those two back, you know, that'd be huge. Um, I I would hope that nobody else on the women's team transfers, even though I've been hearing a lot about well, players could transfer. And I I legitimately I'm looking around the roster and I'm saying. Who and where would you go? It's it's crazy. I'm still like I'm still coming to terms with the new reality of it's it's the wild west. Anyone can go virtually anywhere at any time. And listen, I'm fine. I'm here's the thing. I'm a huge advocate for freedom of player movement, freedom of move as freely as the coaches do. But again, I think that a lot of these young players or a lot of these players rather do not have good counsel in their corner. They don't I would definitely agree. That are telling them the truth. They got people telling them, hey, you go over here, you're gonna be a 25 point a game score. You you don't have 25 points a game in you. That's not in you. You you're 12. That's who you are. You're 17 on a hot night. You're 20 career high. You're not a 25 point a night player. You're not a, a 20 and 10 player. Whoever is telling you, all you gotta do is transfer to 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 uh you know, if you transfer to Oakland University, you you getting you twenty five and t- you know you you go ahead and, and transfer out there to to uh, Bryant, you are gonna get that. You transfer to Mercer, you are gonna get that. No, you're not. No. In the words of the the poet and and prophet Sean Carter, you can try to change, but that's just the top layer, homie. You was who you was when you got here. When these players go to these new universities. Their bags will not all of a sudden expand into something that is crazy and brilliant. And don't get me wrong. We have seen situations where coaches were not doing right by players, right? Like Hendon Hooker at Virginia Tech. Everybody in their mama who watched those teams, when they saw Fuentes put him on the bench for any amount of time, said, oh, Fuentes is unserious. He doesn't want a job. And surely what happened? Hendon Hooker goes somewhere else and dominates. I can't say that about the players that have announced leaving so far. Again, no disrespect to these players. Not saying that they're bad or horrible. They, I think they're both very, very good role players. I think they can both be high-level role players. I think that. But with that being said, again, Hendon Hooker showed, I'm the team. I'm the franchise. You give me the keys to the kingdom, I'll lead you there. I watched the game where Braxton Burmeister dug them in like a 28-point hole against UNC and Hendon came in the game and said, all right, 
We're going to get this thing to overtime. Don't worry about it. They said, Hendon, you're down 28 and it's the second half. Don't worry about it. And surely that game went to overtime. So, you know, it, it, the, I'm not seeing these types of difference makers who I'm looking at like they're holding your your ability to play make down. But, you know, I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again in the future. Maybe I'm wrong about these two players. Who knows? But my yeah, yeah my my advice is this. If you're going to look over the fence at somebody else's grass, you better make sure it's Bermuda and not spray paint. That's mm. all I got to say. Mm. That's a word right there. That's a word. That's a word. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what now that's Boone Lawn Care Services on the way, on the way. <laughs> He's going to make sure that you got Bermuda. You know what I mean? He's going to make sure you got that Kentucky bluegrass. You're going to make sure you got that rolling and not some paint. Anywho, uh, the reality is, again, teams are built through the transfer portal nowadays anyway. You know, that's kind of the nature of the beast now. I remember Texas Tech made the uh, final four with like what? Every player except three. Were transfers uh, wow. from and that was before the the portal kind of blew up, and now it's just it's mayhem now. Exactly. I mean, I've seen. I think it was just today. It was two or three Kansas players jumped in the portal. Uh, one of which, by the name of Bobby Pettiford, I'd like to take a gander at, but uh, that is neither here nor there. And and, I, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you. You know, I'm not saying that we may have spoken this into existence, but uh, Wolfpack fans. There's a player from Louisville named L. Ellis who entered into the draft, <laughs> but is not. He is not getting an agent. And you are all about some L. Ellis. Listen, I love L. I, if you watch him play the game, you could see like, oh, he's he's got the goods. He's got the goods. Where whatever team he goes to next, I'm telling you, their point guard position will be upgraded. And to me, <clears throat> we got some shots available. We got some minutes available in that backcourt. Mr. Ellis, again, you know, I, I'm not sure if Keats can reach out to you. It wouldn't be tempered if they reach out at this point, right? They can they can do that, right? I think it's – I'm pretty sure the, the, the floodgates are open by now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Mr. Keats, can I call you Kevin? I'm going to call you Kevin. Kevin, go ahead, get him on the phone. Get on the phone with the Ellis family. What do we have to do? What we got to do to get your boy to Raleigh? Call Mr. Ellis. Hey, man, what we got to do? We got we got a lot of great stuff here in Raleigh. You know what I mean? You ever seen that bell tower lit red? Have you ever, have you ever had the lasagna from Amedios? Have you ever had it? And I'm just saying, I'm just, you know, Bobby Bowden called it the best lasagna he's ever had. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't lie. He wouldn't lie either. And I'm going to tell you, Bobby Bowden ate a lot of lasagna in his life. He ate a lot of lasagna. You know what I'm saying? Lots of great stuff here. We got mellow mushroom. We got a lot of great things. The RTP, if you want to, you know, Career after basketball. Think about life after basketball. L, there's there, – baby, we here for you. We here for you. You know what I mean? I'm just saying it's not too many players that will be coming in off the transfer portal that have already had multiple folks beating on the table for them to come to their city. And me and Grayson are here. And the, the table is beat upon. You understand? We are. Just saying, L, give us some thought. Give us some thought. Watch Locked on ACC. I've been giving you love on there. I've been saying free L Ellis since like the third game of the season. <laughs> come get free, brother. Come get free. Come, come on. Come on. It's, just, it's time. It's time. Anywho, Wolfpack Nation, we thank y'all so very much for coming out. We appreciate y'all every single time. Y'all make this show what it is. And again, you know what I mean? Go hop in there. Let's mention, you know what I mean? Go tell, hey, you look great. You look good in that Cardinal red and white, but you look even better. You know, anyway, we're going to let it go.
Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. Go Pack. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolf Pack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We'll be right back. 